Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Clocked In with the Press, hosted at Altman Studios in Brentwood, California. In this podcast, we highlight news stories, individuals, and organizations that deserve your attention. For full news stories and to stay updated on the latest Contra Costa County happenings, you can visit our website and Facebook at thepress.net or Twitter and Instagram at PressClockedIn. This is your host, Caitlin Gleason, clocking in. For the stories of this week, we have quite a bit of information to share, so let's get right into it. First up, for international updates, recently President Biden announced new sanctions against Russia after its invasion attack on Ukraine. At least 40 people have been killed in explosions, as reported in multiple cities by the advisor of the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky. Uh, President Joe Biden condemned Russia for launching the military strike, and it has been reported that 27 EU members and G7 members will also be participating in these sanctions. Other information to know about the situation is that Russian forces have captured Chernobyl, and are continuing to move into the country. Four ballistic missiles were launched from Belarus and into Ukraine, and Zelensky has already cut diplomatic ties with Russia and declared martial law. NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg announced a virtual summit for Friday, which means that as of the airing of this episode, it will have already happened. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has had an impact on the economy as we saw gas prices rise and the stock market decrease significantly. All of this information is coming to us as of Thursday, February 24th, as this is a rapidly developing situation and subject to change. The press hopes to try and keep updated as much as possible. Next, an unidentified male in his early 30s suffered major injury and was airlifted to John Muir Medical Center in Walnut Creek after the vehicle he was driving crashed into a tree in the median of Walnut Boulevard on the evening of Saturday, February 19th. According to ECCFPD, the driver did not require technical extrication but was not able to get out of the car under his own power, requiring assistance from emergency personnel. Crews from ECC FPD Engine 53 established a helispot at Pilmia Park. The patient was taken by ambulance to the park before being transported by helicopter. The cause of the accident is under investigation by Brentwood Police Department as we speak. On February 18th, a small group of Brentwood parents gathered in multiple locations to protest the remaining mask mandates on school grounds. Despite the significant lightening of COVID-19 restrictions in Contra Costa County days prior, as well as the day before announcement that California would be the first state to take an endemic approach to COVID-19, there were some parents who were upset over the requirement that children in schools still be required to wear face coverings. The group of parents began the day at Bristol Middle School soon after making their way to Liberty High School to protest in front of the Liberty Union High School District office and finished with a march from the Bolero parking lot to the Brentwood Union School District office. LUHSD Superintendent Varick Volta gave his comments to the press saying, quote, there are some legal ramifications for not blatantly following the law. Earlier in August, when the districts were debating all of this, they threatened our credentials. So that was another piece of it from the very beginning, unquote. Ultimately, his comments demonstrated that not only did school administrators, staff, and teachers have to work under the pressure of a critical gaze of parents and the law, but also had to operate with their careers and futures on the line. As much as the school districts might like to remove the mask mandates, the current state policies offer little to no alternatives or options for them. The stringent laws of the state paired with the desires of parents has ultimately left administrators, staff, and teachers with their hands tied. When comparing the demands of the protesting parents with the demands of the state, the local school districts are being forced to choose between the livelihoods, careers, and futures of staff versus parental desire to have freedom of choice regarding what students wear to school. Which way the pendulum will swing last before it stops is yet to be determined as the state continues in its process of repealing COVID-19 laws over the coming days. 
Next, the city of Oakley is looking for a resident to serve on the Contra Costa Transportation Authority Citizens Advisory Committee to provide citizen perspective, participation, and involvement in select plans and programs. According to the CCTA, it envisions a future in which all transportation systems work together for a more streamlined, safe, efficient, and convenient travel. To become a member of the committee, applicants must reside within the city of Oakley, and the Oakley City Council must take formal action to confirm membership on the committee. The appointee serves at the will of the Oakley City Council and are required to provide the council periodic updates, preferably during council meetings. The appointee will serve the remainder of the current four-year term, expiring August 2025. Next, the Contra Costa County Board of Supervisors is accepting nominations for the 2022 Contra Costa County Youth Hall of Fame Awards. These awards are presented annually to outstanding county residents ages 12 to 18. Nominees should demonstrate exemplary behavior in one of five categories. First, the Good Samaritan, who goes out of their way to do for others without seeking recognition. Second, volunteerism, who lends a helping hand for the good of the community and gives their time and energy to a cause or organization. Thirdly, teamwork, who works unselfishly for the good of the team. Fourth, leadership and civic engagement, a person who is a natural leader who inspires others and works to make a difference in school and community. And lastly, perseverance, a person who has worked hard to overcome obstacles and achieve success. For more information and the application form to nominate a youth in our community, visit the link in the description of the episode. Last, but most certainly not least, the Class Kids Foundation has announced it will assist in the continued search for Oakley resident Alexis Gabe beginning on February 25th. The nonprofit run by Mark Class assists with missing person cases nationwide through a network of volunteers who organize and conduct searches while also providing training to other search and rescue volunteers. Class Kids will be in Antioch to assist with search efforts beginning on Friday, according to a February 23rd press release by the foundation. The first deployment of volunteers will depart from the Contra Costa County Fairgrounds at 1201 West 10th Street in Antioch at 9 a.m. A second group of volunteers will start their search at 1 p.m., with searches expected to continue through the weekend unless Gabe is found before February 27th. Volunteer efforts and registration are being organized through the Facebook page for the Class Kids Search Center, as well as the Help Bring Alexis Gabe Home Facebook page, according to the press release. Volunteers must be 18 years of age or older and are encouraged to wear long pants and closed-toed shoes to safely assist in the search. That's it for today's episode of Clocked In With The Press. I appreciate all of you taking the time to tune in, and I look forward to being able to speak with you in future episodes. For more news stories of Contra Costa County, you can do so through our website at www.thepress.net or our Twitter and Instagram at PressClockedIn. That's all that I have for you today, and I will see you all in the next episode. This is Caitlin Gleason, Clocking Out.